Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's a disgusting way to do talk radio, isn't it? Afternoons on the score. Where's Kevin Warren? We're upstairs. CEO for the Chicago Bears, not only involved in football operations, but also future when it comes to possible a new stadium location for the Bears. So that's a lot going on. Decisions to be made, especially how that number one pick really does influence what the future of what the Bears will do. Again, that round one from Carolina, which is likely to be the number one overall pick for the second straight year. You have a quarterback, a young QB in fields who shows promise, but you know the record in his starts isn't great. It's a fascinating situation for Ryan Poles and this Chicago fan base. What do you do? The way Fields is playing today, it feels to me like it's a, it's a good problem to have. Another game with Kevin Warren getting some FaceTime on the television broadcast, which I'm more and more and more convinced he loves. Uh, There's a new piece at Bears.com, and the headline, uh, Day in the Life, uh, a quick glimpse into Kevin Kevin Warren's 18-hour workday. I wouldn't call it quick. I mean, we take issue with quick up top. There's a lot of words here uh, and a lot of photos. Um, And so when Dan Weeder's piece with them came out, there was 37 pictures in the Tribune, and it was – Felt kind of puff PC to some of us, and there was pictures that were clearly staged, and we got a good look at him praying, and a good look at a, his Bible, and a good look at the inspirational quotes that are all around him. And I was like, "Man, this is this is glowing," you know. And it's like, "All right, fine." Then uh, December thirteenth in the Athletic, we get the Adam Johns piece. He's like, "I got twenty five minutes with Kevin Warren," and they just talked about his cleats and his shoes and his. Charitable work. And yeah, it was the My my Cause, My Cleats weekend. Yeah. So that was three and a half weeks ago. And today we get another piece on Bears.com. And at least this is like their propaganda machine as opposed to journalists doing it. But like this is straight up propaganda. Uh, and I don't really understand why. I've got my theories on it. But this guy seems to be very interested in his own myth-making. Like, just some of the anecdotes in this story. Kevin Warren wakes up without an alarm at 4.30 a.m. It's the morning of the Bears' final home game of the season. Warren's first as the team's president and CEO. He starts each day the same way, with prayer, followed by quiet time. For 30 minutes, he lays flat in complete silence. He listens to the quiet, letting the natural thoughts in and allowing him a moment to steal my mind. Okay. Fine. He washes his car. Every game day. He washes his own car. Every game day. He has a weekly call with the head of Sloan Kettering Cancer Center to discuss that week's Bible verse for 30 minutes. He writes down notes during the game of plays that he wants to review on film. He does a full lap around the field. It's just, there's another picture, by the way, in this that they shared on Instagram and that's within the story. We have another picture 
of him praying and another picture of the inside of his Bible. It's just like Bernstein joked on Twitter like that he brings his own hagiographer around with him. Like I'm calling it myth-making. It's it's very image conscious. And I don't like why do we need to know all of this? Why is he so clearly pulling the levers of whatever media he has available to him, both mm-hmm. in-house and external, to build up his own lore. Well, it's not just him who's pulling the levers. It's the McCaskey family. It's the owners. It's George. We assume that they like this story. Well, I, I, they could obviously say no to it if, if they wanted to, and it being the third of its, of its ilk like you're talking about. I think the McCaskies, after decades um, post-George Hallis, after decades of having a very embarrassing public run of it, whether it is, there's so many stories, right, about, you know, uh, Dave McGinnis not having a job, but being told he has a job and then quitting. I mean, a million things, Ted Phillips's rise and how that was all taken and what, I, what we talked about with Brian Erlacher and we've talked about with others, a dysfunctional family business with a bad public face that really did them no favors. They chose, finally, to have a president with a really positive and, yes, manicured public face. This is what they're choosing to be, this man is the emblem of the culture, the emblem of the organization. It's going to help them move it into the future, move it to Arlington Heights for a new stadium. This is very much in choosing by ownership because there's nothing, there's nothing inherently um, unlikable or loathsome about the man and the the personality that we're seeing. It seems to be well intended and does it. Uh, well, I think so. I, I, Photograph me while I'm praying. Let me tell you how hard I'm working. I don't know, man. I, I, do, I, I don't find all of that, look at me, just let me prove to you how hard I am working. This An 18-hour workday that includes him watching a football game and going out to Joe's Stone Crab? Yeah, for New Year's Eve. Like, like, I, I, that's, that's not I, a workday. I was combining <laughs> it, to me, with the Weederer piece that also included him like interviewing everybody, finding out what their talents were, their hidden yeah, talents, yeah. building them up, building culture that way. Yeah. This one, as you say, as part of their their own uh, in-house um, propaganda machine is a little more direct about Kevin. Here I am putting on my tie. Like, we, we, we have... There's just a lot, man. Like, those are the three pieces. There's the there was the video that came out where he like shows up at the office at 4:30 in the morning and like salutes the the George Hallis statue that's in mm-hmm. front of him out there. He's a team president who is working on a real estate deal. You know what I mean? It's 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 just. But he's not just doing that. He's there to like well clearly inspire the culture and try to build something and going through everybody and firing some and well, hiring and apparently, some. Apparently taking notes on plays and film that he wants to review. Mm-hmm. He does not have formal training in that. So like we always worried about the president meddling in football activities. He's not trained to do that. Nor am I or you, but like he, that is, there's nothing in his background that suggests that he's worked in football, like for other football teams. Yeah, he's before. worked for two other pro football teams, as opposed to being a, a bean counter that rose through the ranks by weeding his way through that well, aforementioned he, dysfunctional he family. He rose through business. the ranks as a lawyer uh-huh. instead of an accountant. Right, but it's his third different football uh, organization that he's been with, and then there was all the Big Ten. I don't want him overruling Ryan Poles on plays or like talent. 
talent acquisitions or, you know, dissecting. I mean, if he's having fun looking at plays, yeah, I imagine, like, the people in charge of film are not super psyched. Like, all right, Kevin wants to watch some plays. Uh, I don't know, man. It's but, just, but, it, but Ryan Poles, if he's going to be allowed to do his thing as any good team president or any good owner would do, having a guy that he likes and respects to bounce stuff off is is just fine. Sure. And, and listen, whether I think it's fine or not, uh, it's happening. And obviously, I hope it works and all of that. This feels like very curated, very politician-esque, like Trump holding up the copy of the art of the deal in front of his gold palace. Like, look at me and look at my accomplishments and mm-hmm. read my book and buy my stakes and do like all of these. Like, it's it's just the the orbit and the world of Kevin Warren. I don't know if he's running for office, if, he, if he's running for commissioner. I don't know who he's, he's running, selling with these things. He's running for guy who gets the stadium deal done, which is multiple political plates to spin and a public to convince and get behind him, as well as a Chicago mayor that he wines and dines and is in the suite yeah. at, at the game. I mean, he is a politician. I, yeah, fair, I think, fair I, enough. I think it's most just, people in that position have to be a politician. This is now the second professional photographer who has taken a picture of Kevin Warren's Bible. That's weird to me. That's just a, That is a weird, curated thing like not like it it's it's just I don't know I find the whole thing like very look at me not at all humble um narcissistic like it's just it's just strange and maybe he's not going to be making any firings and he doesn't want us to forget about him and he needs the attention I I don't know what it is and hopefully it's just harmless ego and not damaging ego but I don't know. It, it, it is a puff piece, and I know there's a lot of people in media that are laughing at it uh, around here. I'm not sure that any of them will say it, but I know a lot of people uh, are laughing at it uh, today. So you can read uh, the latest uh, very curated image of your Bears team president, Kevin Warren. And, by the way, I thought it's a useful piece of information. We asked what he was writing down on that play sheet in the, the game on um, – Yeah, he was writing down plays that he wants to talk go, about. Go back and with, look at film. With his football boss. And he, it reveals in here that he got a text from Ryan Poles that they locked up the number one pick. Last year, Poles was like, I'm not even thinking about the number one pick. In this piece, there's uh, that they're texting about it as soon as Carolina lost that game to Jacksonville. So there are pieces of information that I think you should read if you want to know it uh, as a Bears fan. And a lot of interesting pictures. It's Parkers and Spiegel on the score. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.